What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Breaking the Chains of Addiction. As always, I'm Raul, and you know Ronnie. Yes, sir. What's going on, Ronnie? Beautiful day. Great man, day to be clean. It is. It is. It's an amazing day outside. It's beautiful. What what you been doing, man? What's How's everything going? Everything's good. Just, you know, living life and trying to carry the message and, you know, making sure my haircut's tight. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier before we started about how if we do anything besides carry the message, at least, you know, we got tight fades. Yeah. Most of the time. Shout out Mandy Fanatics. Yeah. She cuts my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get a free haircut. No. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do, brother. Yeah. Nah, man. So what, what have you been doing all week, man? Just work, trying to get my school lined out, everything like that. And, uh, you know, just trying to build a future and, and do the next right thing. Man, ain't nothing wrong with that. I know that's right, man. We got, shoot, man, I'm here. We've been busy, man. We've been running around going crazy. But it, it's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing. So th this episode we wanted to cover, this is episode two. If you haven't seen episode one, be sure to check that out. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's understanding addiction. That's what the, the the topic of conversation will be for episode two. Now, Ronnie, what, is, what does addiction mean to you? So you want me to define, define Def addiction? Define addiction. For me, this is just my opinion. Addiction is honestly doing something when you really don't want to do it. And it becoming a problem and it, it attacks every aspect of your life. And not in a positive way. Yeah. You know, in addiction... It, it has a lot of tentacles. It, it, in the beginning, it's fun. You know, it, we think it's all part of, you know, the society thing to, you know, to try different things. And, and, and that's normal. We get that. But then when it becomes a problem is when we have a situation. Yeah. They, to, they, they, they say that addiction is, is, a, is a disease. Is, is that something that you believe in? Absolutely. Now, do you believe that traits like that are handed down from, I don't know, maybe the, the bloodline? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think that because both sides of my family, alcoholics and drug addicts, and I also believe that it's in our genes. Now, whether we tap into that gene yeah. is up to us. So the, And the, this is just what I believe. The demon is there. The demon's there, but he he's sleeping. Yeah. So you can either leave him asleep or you can wake him up. No, nah, no, nah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, that's one thing that, that I always worry about with, with my kids, you know, because we, we, we saw it with my, my parents, we, well, my mother. We saw it with my brother and myself. And I didn't want it to get to another generation. I didn't want it to, to, to reach my, my kids like that. So I was like, you know, it was another reason you had to make changes, man, make changes for the future. Break the cycle. Yes, sir. Break the cycle. That's what I was trying to say. Good stuff, man. So there, there's so many different types of addiction, man. So addiction, of course, addiction to substance, the behavioral addiction, food addiction, nicotine addiction, and man, work addiction, you know? And it, it, it's, it's crazy because I was reading the definition of work addiction and I was like, man, you know, I might have a problem. <laughs> right. But but then again, I, I'm a small business owner. I, I can't make an excuse. I was like, I'm a small business <laughs> owner. We just started. I'm trying to get things rolling. Yeah, man. But to better understand addiction, it's, it's important to recognize the signs and symptoms and the common signs of addiction, which, you know, a lot of them are, of course, you know, loss of control, 
cravings and withdrawal symptoms, you know, uh, continued use despite negative consequences, you know, pre, is it preoccupation? Maybe so. I'm not sure what that one what is. What drug use or addictive behaviors? My thing is, is I believe we show those addictive behaviors before we even use. Like as we're, as we grow into, you know, our teenage years. Yeah. I believe we start to show behaviors that, you know, you can't really put a pinpoint it, but I, I believe that you start to show the behavior of, yeah, you might, you might go off the rails a little bit. I think... You think, so you think you have it or like a traumatic thing happens in your life and that pushes you to it? Or is it something that a lot of people just, I mean, you tried it, you loved it. You was like, this is for me. I think it's both. Yeah. yeah, All of the above. All of the above. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think the traumatic part of it, I think that just kickstarts it. You know, when something traumatic happens and then of course you want to escape that feeling or that situation or the circumstances and you start to use yeah, I agree, man. When, when, at what age were were you when you first experimented? Fourteen. You're fourteen years old. Fourteen. Well, and what was your your? Just drinking a little bit and and smoking, you know, weed and stuff. But uh, yeah, I knew, I knew at a young age that that something wasn't right. Yeah, I honestly believe I was I was in survival mode at five. You think so? Absolutely. And and <clears throat> what do you think brought it along? Because I mean, because. I, I see your your mom and and dad, and w- was your dad the same way? No, he didn't strike me as that. Not at all. Yeah, it, it skipped a generation. And my well, actually, my grandfather, his dad, he he dibbled with alcohol a little bit, but he never had a problem. But my my dad's mom, she mm-hmm. drank herself to death. Yeah. Okay. So like it's it was, and then on my mother's side, it's alcoholics and drug addicts throughout. You know, so I. I'm a firm believer in, unfortunately, I worked at the, and a lot of my cousins are, are addicts too. Not yeah. all of them, but a, a, a good few. And I believe we just worked a dragon. So do you, you know, growing up through, throughout the, you know, your, your, your addiction, you know, was it, did you, did your dad understand any of it? Nothing. He, he just was like, Hey man, quit. And he thought it would be that easy. Well, at the time, you, I think our parents don't really think it's a problem until yeah. it's a problem. Right, right, right. You know, because, yeah. oh, they're just teenagers. They're just, every every kid does this type of, you know, reaction from it. And you know, because you got, you got yeah. kids. And I think they just, they'll, they'll grow out of it. It's just, it's just a high school thing or it's just a college thing. And then after all that stuff's done and you're still using, then they're like, well, maybe this... <laughs> Maybe this might be an issue. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't grow out of it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, he missed it. He missed the point. Yeah, he's thirty years old, still doing the same shit. Yeah, I got. By the way, I got clean at thirty. Did you? For good, yeah. Bro, I got clean at thirty six. Hey, it's not where you start; it's where you finish, Man. baby. That's why I always say that. I tell people that all yeah. the time. You know, even if they have one day and they're like, you know, I don't think I can do this, and I was like. We all started with one day. Yeah, we definitely did. You know? You know? And, you know, like a lot of addiction is, like we, we said, you know, traumatic events, things that that we try to maybe clear our mind of a lot of, of mental things. You know, things that we've experienced and our mind can't stop thinking about it. So I know I found the best avenue of approach and that was to get messed up until I couldn't remember anything. Not feel. 
Yeah, not feel. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. And and I mean, that's probably not the answer. Well, it's not the answer. But <laughs> it was at the time. Yeah. You know. Do you think yours was a? Do you think your addiction was a psychological factor? Because for a lot of people that don't know, you were also in the armed services. Yeah. So uh, you had. I think it was a double whammy for you. I think so too, man. I think I think the drinking in in itself came from you know I like I said my mother my mother actually drank herself to death and and my brother my big brother he's unfortunately he's might be headed down that same route you know and it's something that you know I talk about it like I wish I could grab and shake the shit out of him and tell him hey man look this is what's gonna happen right but you you can't. You either you hope that that person finds what they're looking for. You hope that that person maybe has a oh shit moment. You know, you you hope that that person was like, okay, maybe I see the end. Let me fix this. But, <clears throat> you know, it, it just happened. So it happened, you know, the drinking started. And I remember I used to do it just for fun and, and have, you know, a good old time. But and then it got to the point where I was like, man, I don't know how to do this shit. Cause I wouldn't drink to get buzzed. I would drink to get trashed. Right. And that was the goal. And and I didn't know how to act, man. I was, I was shit still to the last time I drank. I didn't know how to act. Right. You know, and then, and then a lot, I think, you know, in the military, you're, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's a way of life, but that's what we did. We drank, you know, you think of military, you go to military parties, you go to, you know, different events and everybody's drinking. It's, right. It's a thing. And uh, it's socially acceptable. Socially acceptable. That's what it is. And, and, you know, I think that's why William and I in, in the company, we try to, to promote, you know, events that drinking is, you know, drinking is okay, man. But if you're drinking and you have depression issues, you're drinking and you have what, what's alcohol, alcohol is a depressant. So it's only going to worse make make the situation worse. By the way, alcohol is a drug. Alcohol Let me put that out there real quick for people that are listening. Alcohol is definitely a drug. Just because it's socially acceptable and everybody thinks it's okay and you have commercials that push it, it will kill you. It it will. Now, do you think that people can normal people can go to dinner, have onesies and twosies and and that be okay? Absolutely. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you had three if you have threesies, then you're driving under the influence. Yeah. And you could hurt somebody. Definitely. That's could. where I have a problem with it. I don't care if you drink one or two because you know, a lot of people might look at us and say, you know, you're you're you don't do it, so now it, it's not okay. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is if you can do it responsibly, then you know, have at it. I'm not against it. I mean I, I go to restaurants, we go to restaurants and there's a bar right there, but it doesn't bother me anymore because I know there's there's no solution at the bottom of a bottle, you know, or a or a or a pill bottle. There's no there's no solution there. That's the thing with me also too, man. I just I I don't I don't judge people. I don't judge them, and 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 I never try to preach anything, as long as you know. I don't. I never try to preach anything, but if they say like, "Hey, I want to learn," or "I want to stop," then I'm going to show you what worked for me, but I'm not going to chase you down every day. No, you know, I'm, you, you got to put the work in. Correct. I'm just here to make sure you go straight. Yeah. 
I'm going to say something a little controversial, Uh-oh. but this is just what I believe. I'm also a firm believer that you, in order for you to be clean or sober, you have to be abstinent from all drugs or alcohol. Yeah. Abstinent from everything. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I know a lot of people that will say, hey, you know, I used to, I used to be an alcoholic and I'm, and I'm, and I'm sober now, but I pop pills left and right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... You can't replace one with the other. No, yeah. you cannot. So if, if you're going to claim you're clean, be clean completely, yeah. mm-hmm. not half. Right, right, right. Anybody knows me and Raul, we don't do anything, mm-hmm. you know, half-ass. <laughs> and and that's, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know what? <laughs> Honestly, it's what kept us alive, and, and we're still here today, thank God. So I'm going to keep doing what works for me, and that's yeah. be abstinent from everything. Yeah, we do everything full throttle, man. Regardless. Yes, sir. The good and the bad. Good and the bad, <laughs> yes, sir. We're not perfect. Yeah, man. You know... I, I love the fact that we're doing this podcast, man, because, you know, I, I was part of one with, oh, Ricky. And, uh, My boy, Ricky. Yeah, Shout out to Ricky. Rick, Ricky Cruz. Love you, brother. Man, best automotive in town, brother. Absolutely. Go see him. So, and, and you know, we uh, he, he's a busy man. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that podcast is I felt like I was getting, I was getting, I felt like it was my service. You know what I mean? And it felt good. Every time I left, I was like, you know what, that, you know, I was, I was smiling. I was like, that's a good message or, or whatever the case may be, man. And I think that's why I'm so happy that we're back on the ball with this one. Yeah. Me and Rachel were talking about you last night and she Uh-oh. said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever, whenever me and her mind gets together, you don't know what could happen. Yeah, yeah. But we were talking about how, you know, like where we go to get recovery and, you're real quiet, but then here, yeah. And I said, "This is his outlet." It is. And she's like, "That makes sense." I was like, "Yeah, this is where this is the space where he feels comfortable to express himself." And I said, "That's great," because as we said in the first episode, we don't care how you get recovery; just get it. Right, right, right. Just get it and and maintain it. Maintain it. Yeah, maintain uh, the key. It's a it's a big part. It's a big part, and you know, people, places, things. You got, you got to change them. You got to change them. You got to, you got to work it the way you feel like you need to be, you need to work it. So people that come into the, to the, to the, to the rooms, let's say, is, is it, okay, somebody doesn't work it the way you work it as far as working the steps and having a a sponsor and things like that. Do you, do you look at them differently? Do you, do you tell them like, Hey, Maybe you should try it this way, or or how do you feel about that? I try not to. Yeah. Because I think it will distort the message. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we don't care how you get it. Right, right, right. Somebody else's path ain't the same as mine. No. So yeah. I'm never going to, like, break down or, or anything that, that works for you. The only thing I have to say about that is, is, is at some point, and you've known this, Raul, unfortunately, and so have I, there comes a time in your recovery when, when something very negative happens. And uh, none of that stuff's working. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to call, you're trying to reach out, you're trying to, you know, go to go to different, you know, meetings and stuff that to help you. And it's just not, it's just not clicking. You know, your prayer, you don't feel like it's being reached. You know, it, it, just a whole multitude of things. And then when you have a tragedy or something happen, that's when you're really tested. You are. Because I'm a firm believer in God tests us. But a lot of people that come in contact with us, they only see the answers we get right. 
yeah. they don't see the answers we get wrong. And you know, and especially like I would now with, with with social media, man. You know, people, including myself, I post what I want people to see. Right. I'm not gonna post my darkest, <laughs> deepest moments. You, know? you only post you, your highlights. Yeah, I post the highlights and positive messages. Is right. what I do. You know, it's it's easy to put on a front. And yes, sir. And and I I hope that more more people will realize that you know maybe maybe they do have an addiction problem, maybe they would want to consider speaking to um, either me or you or maybe attending a meeting of some sort. Anything. You know? Anything that gives relief. Going to church, praying about it. Going to church, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. So when, so let me ask you a question. When you, when you went to treatment, you did go to treatment, correct? I didn't do a, a rehab facility. But you, you... I did go to counseling and things like that, yes. So... Uh, were, were they, was it a lot of behavioral things that you had to work through or was it just life on life's terms type of thing? I had to be more into my feelings and emotional type type thing, man. Because there's one thing about, about me, man, is I never, I never spoke feelings. I never, I mean, the only person, the only people that I would say that I love you too were my girls. Right. You know, and, and I didn't, I didn't express no other emotion than that. Because it's not, it's just nothing who, especially, I don't know, man. I want to say maybe it's it's growing up Hispanic mm-hmm. because a lot of Hispanics, like the old school Hispanic dads don't tell their sons, hey, I love you. And and, and maybe, you know, or if you say something, but like, oh, man, it's gay. You know? No offense to you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love all people. It doesn't matter who you are. So, so I think that that's what you're, shit, I forgot what we were saying. Oh, the the man thing, talking oh, about you had to be more in touch with your feelings when you first got clean. Yeah, I had to. And then we had to figure out what, you know, there was a lot of a lot of issues deep down inside that we had to figure out. We had to bring them out. And trauma. Yeah, trauma. Different things, man, from, from growing up to my time at war to, you know, just, just so many things. And, and, and I honestly didn't, I knew there was a problem but I didn't know how severe it was until it was brought to my attention and brought to my attention. Like, you know, Hey, (laughs) it's not right. Yeah. And you know, it just was, you know, it started with, with alcohol. It it definitely started with alcohol. And then once I'd, I'd I'd get some alcohol in me, man, then I'd be like, Oh, you know what? I need an upper. Right. So I would look for an upper, right. You know, regardless of what it was, but uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I, I wish people could experience life without any mind-altering substances and truly find happiness, man. It's a beautiful thing. Man. It is a beautiful thing. Bro. I used to think that that life was not, I could not function without having something to alter my thoughts or my yeah. mind or anything, and now. I'm going to be real, Raul. There's not a lot of things that scare me. And you know my story. I've done a lot of crazy stuff, as as you have also. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm too scared to go do it again. Like, I, I'm not scared of many things. Like, yeah. I fear God and I fear drugs. That's about it. You scared, I don't of, fear. You scared of not coming back? Yeah. I mean, at some point, we're all gonna we're all going to check out. Yeah, but, but I don't want to press the issue. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I pressed the that. issue a whole lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm grateful to be here. And, ooh, and that's ooh. another reason why we do this is because we're not supposed to be here. Nah. At all. Yeah. We're, we're how you say, I know we're supposed to check out, but I'm not going to go looking for it. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not at all. So with, with your with your ordeal, Raul, I want to touch on a couple of things. So not only being the man part and like the culture type thing of the of the dad saying, Hey, I love you. Yeah. It was understood. Yeah, when a yeah. when a father and son it's pretty much understood. Uh-huh. Hey, I love you. I might not tell you all the time, but I got your back. Right, right, right. And then with the then you top that with being a soldier too. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be double tough. Not just single tough. You got to be double tough, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so how, how did that affect you? And then and then I'd like to segue into, um, you know, the stuff about your mom. And would you like to touch on some of that? Yeah, I mean, we can. Well, I, I you know what, being, be, like, being in the service, man, you had to put on a front. And, you know, there's some things that we had to do that, that you know, that, that stick with you, man. You, you know, occasionally I still have nightmares about it and things like that. But it's just... You know, I think it was, I'm still working on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. honestly. I'm still working on a lot of stuff, but I'm in a better position than I was. I'm not using drugs and alcohol to try to escape my mindset, my thoughts. You know, I'm, I'm even people say, man, you're, you know, when, when you, you speak and when you, when you present yourself around town, you're always smiling, bro. And I'm like, man, it's because I'm fucking happy, man. I had a friend tell me the other day, he was like, I saw you driving down the street. Why do you have a stupid smile on your face? I was like, man, it's just who I am. You know what I mean? We're just happy to fucking be here, man. <laughs> yeah. You smile too. Yeah. You know, and that's great though, man. Yeah. Like that shows a lot about your character because I know it. I know that in your case and in my case, there's a lot of layers still need to be peeled back. Like yeah. we're, we're onion and we're just starting to peel it back to see who who is Raul, who is Ronnie, you know, yeah. what what makes us tick? Why why are we so passionate about things? But when when you're when you come from nothing, everything's good. Oh, anything above that is great. You know, I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine, man, and a friend of mine said, uh, you know, hey, I've never seen you mad. And I said, and you never will. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just nothing out there is worth, you know, showing anger in, 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 in that type of way. I mean, do I get upset? Yeah, I get upset, but I will never, you'll never see angry me. I mean, don't get me wrong. So, I mean, sometimes I feel like I need to smack somebody, but it just, and I mean, <laughs> but uh, that's normal by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And I ain't done that in a long time. So when you, so when you were seeking professional help, were there some crucial people that really stepped up to to help you? Man, you know, definitely the the city of Brazoria County. <laughs> oh, they were they were very definitive in their support of you. Yeah, yeah, I had no choice, but yeah, I did, and I met a lot of amazing people, man, throughout the the, the process because I was put in veterans court and we did treatment, counseling, PTSD count, groups, sessions, things like that, and. And I got to meet people like Mr. Mercer, and 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 we still talk to this day every day. He's great he's, guy. Man, I love that man. Great guy. And uh, you know a lot of a lot of amazing people, judges, and and that are that are out there doing amazing things for for our veterans and and just specialty courts in general, man. You know we got we 
You know, we're working on something big right now that that we'll let the cat out the bag pretty soon, actually. With with that, but uh, I'm 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 actually I'm one of the board members of a of a specialty court foundation, and uh, we got a lot in the works over there as well, man. And I'm excited to share that. But Brazoria County definitely of, uh, you know, I uh, the VA the VA helped me a lot, and you know, people talk about the VA and things like that, man. But I have. Never had a bad experience there. And I love, I, I love, I love it. And, you know, the counselors, you know, they, they show genuine, genuine, like they really care. Love and compassion. Yeah. And the ones that I've interacted with, I've, I saw nothing other than that. And, right. And, uh, you know, but it's, I guess it's all about how you, how you perceive it too, man. Like if I go into a situation where I'm trying to act all entitled and like I earned this, this is mine. Of course, people are going to treat you kind of differently, right? But it's not the way I see anything. I see like, okay, hey, you know, I'm I'm here to get help. How are you doing? Let's let's figure this shit out. So one thing I've noticed is you were you were given some names and some of the judges and stuff like that. You'll you'll never hear about them. No, unless unless we talk about them, you right. know, it, they're the real people that are on the front lines and they're really trying to make a difference. And you don't see them; their names posted all over Instagram or, or Facebook or all these other Twitter, all these social platforms. That, and I believe that that's they're the core that that are really trying to help people and not because I'm a firm believer in, and I never used to think this way till it happened to me. I'm a firm believer nobody should be left behind. Right. Nobody. Right. That that's my that that's what drives me. Like, because I know I was I was left for dead. But there was a few people that, that still believed, even through all the turmoil and ten years of addiction and all this other stuff that that still believed. And you know, they're they're the people I do it for too, you know, because I know if it wasn't for those people, I I wouldn't have a chance. If it if it weren't for second chances, there would be no chances. It went for second chance, third, fourth. Sometimes I think I got a fifth and sixth too, man. That's all right. But <laughs> yeah. that's it. That's just how it is, you know. Yeah. Like if we, if we base everything on what we think and how how many chances we get, then we're wasting a lot of time. Yeah, you have you have to run with the the opportunity or the circumstance that you're given, and just don't take it for granted. You know, I think it's the older we get the more understanding we get. And what's crazy is I used to listen to people who were older when I was younger. And I was like, man, they, they're old. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but now they, they, they seem so <laughs> smart and wise. And I, I wish a lot of them were here for me to shake their hand and give them a hug and be like, Thank I was you. wrong. Yeah, you were right. Everything you were you right. Yeah, to the T, <laughs> I was wrong. And, and, and because of that, I had to go bump my head and, and do a lot of stuff that, I really didn't have to do, but I had to seek it out for myself. And thank God I made it back. And so did you. So that's what we do it for. We do it for the have nots and the people that have been forgotten because you're not forgotten. We're still here. Yeah. Yep. So, man, we, we kind of touched on a couple of things that we wanted to talk about, but there, there's so much, man. If you, if you feel like you need help, man, reach out to somebody. We say one thing here and we, we mean it that it's okay not to be okay. And, you know, if you're you're struggling with something, is addiction, mental illness, man. It doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. Ask for help. There's ways to live a life 
without mind-altering substances. And once you find that way, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. You see clearer. You're happy. You're, man, just keep, keep, keep it, keep go, keep going, man. Just keep going. You know, if you notice somebody having issues, you know, try to talk to them, but don't degrade them. Don't belittle them. Just try to see if you can help in any way. Signs of an addiction, of a, an addiction, social isolation, financial problems, legal issues, health problems. You know, it, it's reach, reach out for help. You know, what you got, Ronnie? Reaching out doesn't mean you're weak. No. You know, and I think that's a preconceived notion that a lot of us have is if you reach out or you, or you admit you have a problem that some type of weak, but knock the, knock the pride out of the way. You know, yeah. because the pride ain't going to help you. It's going to hurt you. You know, it, and like like Raul said, it's, there's a lot of resources. Lots. Lots and lots of resources that, that we weren't aware of before, you know. And, and that's why we say it doesn't matter where you start, it's where you finish. Yeah. Because somebody starts anywhere or everywhere, you know. And, and we're, about, we're about the solution today. We were, we were for a long time part of the problem. But now we're part of the solution, and you too can be part of the solution in your own life. You have the ability to do that. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. 100%. So, so I just want to say this last thing before we, we, we cut off on this episode. I just want to say, you know, if you're struggling with depression and you drink a lot, man, that, that, that's a problem. Alcohol is a depressant, and it, it's a drug, you know, so... Those two combinations, I say that because, you know, a, a, a lot of people commit suicide. And with suicide, it's probably like 80% of them were struggling with, the, struggling with depression and then under the influence of alcohol. So it's a depressant and a depressant, and their mind goes to different places. You know, I, I say it from experience. <laughs> But, you know, uh, man, watch out for one another. Love one another. You know, check on your friends. Always, always say what you want and what you mean. If you have somebody who's struggling in your life, man, have an intervention. For sure. I, as you were saying that, I was thinking about a song that this dude Logic. He's from Maryland. He's a he's a rapper, and and in one of the he had a suicide song. And he talked about ain't nobody calling my phone because all these people say they care and love you, but your phone never rings or a te even just a simple text message. You yeah. know, can make a big difference. You know, I, I try to send those out to people. Hey, have a great day. It's gonna be a good day. You know, my saying is, if you look good and you feel good, the day's gonna be good. Yeah, you know, so I, I try to I try to always put out positive because I was I was such a negative influence on society for a long time, <laughs> and I'm just trying to bring a little bit of light back to the back to the stage, just a little bit of light. Man, so you guys be sure to check us out. All we'll be going live on Wednesdays at seven o'clock. If you haven't yet, be sure to check out our Facebook, which is right there, the Chains of Addiction. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook. 
If you wanted to email us and get in contact with us, it's Chains of Addiction Podcast at gmail.com. Now, if you wanted to listen to the podcast, it's available on all podcast platforms, Breaking the Chains of Addiction. You might have to type Breaking the Chains of Addiction and Ronnie, and then it'll pop up. But you'll see it. It's this logo. We're still going to mess with it a little bit, but that's that's it for right now. And Ronnie, you got any closing I uh, just want to tell people thank you for supporting the the podcast and and our our mission statement is to help help one another, regardless of where you come from, who you are, what your what your situation or issue is. We're here to help, that's it. and that's what it's all about: is carrying the message and helping one another to you know to to move us along, move us forward. Because don't look back, because we're not going that way. No, sir, man. We got we got everything in front of us. So with that, you guys, thank you for listening to Breaking the Chains of Addiction and Recovery is Possible. Y'all have a good day.